Welcome to Life Words Day by Day, where we are walking through the book of Acts. One commentator wrote about the book of Acts by saying, reading the book of Acts is sometimes like trailing a wounded deer through the woods. The trail is marked with blood. Well, in some sense, that's true. But this is good for us to know because the life of the church on the move, the life of the Christian that's walking with Christ will face suffering and persecutions. You may not be there right now, but you walk with Christ long enough, you're gonna face some hostility and opposition, and it's going to hurt. And you may wonder why all of this has happened. But listen to what Augustine said. The omnipotent God, primal power of the world, being himself supremely good, could not permit anything evil in his works were he not so all-powerful and good as to be able to bring good even out of evil. And so I want you to listen to God's word today and be convinced that God uses persecution to advance the cause of his glory and our good. Over the last few days, we watched a good man who loved Jesus be persecuted unto death. Now we will see the ripple effects of that man's life and testimony and how God used it for his glory and for good and hopefully gain an understanding about God's providence in this world and how that applies to our lives. Acts chapter 8 verses 1 through 3. And Saul approved of his execution. And there arose on that day a great persecution against the church in Jerusalem, and they were all scattered throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria except the apostles. Devout men buried Stephen and made great lamentation over him. But Saul was ravaging the church, and entering house after house, he dragged off men and women and committed them to prison. It appears that this infant church is in trouble. They're on the run. Perhaps God was in the lead for a little while, but now fate has caught up with him, and the tables have turned in favor of the enemy. Do you ever feel that way? Do you ever feel that the tables have turned on you and it seems like things have gone out of God's control or worse, that he just doesn't care anymore? A lot of times we can think that we live in a dualistic world where good and evil are duking it out and the strongest prevails. Sometimes God has the upper hand and that's when things are going really well in our lives. And then other times Satan has the advantage. And we think that God is in some wrestling match with Satan and that the strongest one survives. But listen to Jesus. Do you remember the night that Jesus was arrested? The troops storm into the place where he was praying. And in the Gospel of Luke in chapter 22, verses 52 and 53, he says something that seems strange on the surface. Have you come out as against a robber with swords and clubs? When I was with you day after day in the temple, you did not lay hands on me. But this is your hour and the power of darkness. In other words, the jaws of the lion close on me tonight, but no sooner and no later than my father is willed. You have this one hour. What you have come to do, do it quickly. Persecution doesn't have the last word. God does. Did you notice in the text of Acts where the church was scattered? They were scattered to Judea and Samaria. Does that sound familiar? Well, it should because Jesus told the apostles in chapter 1 that they would be his witnesses in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. So guess what? 
God has set the stage for the spread of his glory and he is arranging the actors in place. Will we trust that he is doing the same thing in our lives when persecution comes knocking on our door? When I pray today, I'm praying that you will depend upon the providence of God in the midst of persecution. And when you pray today, I'm praying that you will lift up Milan Bulak in Czech Republic. Also pray for the Garifuna Broadcast Ministry in the target area of Belize, Guatemala, and Honduras.